Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's what's your your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville. How's everybody doing? It is us once again, Barry Johnston. That's not me. Adam Beebe, that is me. Uh, your host for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Every week we come together as a two-man Voltron, um, oh, and yeah. we bring you somebody else that we who also is part of the Voltron, I guess. Anyway, we come together, we bring you stories of the weird variety, all kinds of varieties of weird. We, uh, we, we enjoy talking to our guests and hearing all these weird stories, and we, we feel like you do too. And let me uh, introduce you to Barry Johnson, who I actually introduced before myself or much earlier on. Hey, Barry, how you doing? I'm great, man. I'm great. How are you, man? It sounds like it sounds like you're having the kind of day I've been having, which is yeah, uh, dude. I, yeah. I'm a little a little all over the place, but yeah. hey, that's the way it is, man. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> em- embrace the suck, I guess, as yeah. it were. You know, <laughs> that's right. Dude. I do it on a daily basis. Uh, <laughs> But no, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. We, uh, you know, we're continuing to get hit with rain here. You know, we're here in August now, beginning of August, and it's kind of, it's it's kind of weird because of the weather patterns, you know. And I'm pretty sure that has to do with all the tropical storms and stuff, you know. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, feeding yeah. into it, but uh, it's just been wild because it's like, oh, no chance of rain for the next five days, and then yet it rains every day, you know. So. Right. Right. We'll take it. We'll take it. I'm not complaining. So, yeah. what about you, man? What are you up to? Oh, you know, just plugging along, doing the same old, same old, man. Just trying to keep uh, my head above water, like everybody else, yep. enjoy life as much as I possibly can. I suppose. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's all your standard answers. It's right. just been another. It's been another week <laughs> right. since I've seen your uh, yeah. glorious face. So <laughs> here we are. Once again. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You have to see my face, man. Uh, look, you have to see mine. So it's kind of <laughs> even, I guess. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So speaking of ugly faces and shit like that, we've got a crazy a story about some crazy monsters and ghosts and wild stuff man we got a great yeah. a great great guest on today yeah we got mandy who got uh was connected to us through facebook through a mutual friend and uh she's got some she's well mandy's got uh she's got a bar that she owns and operates with a kitchen as well and um she's got some people there that are uh, on staff who are not paid and I'm not yeah. talking about people not getting paid. Maybe they're not staff. I don't know. She's got ghosts. Let's we'll right. put it that way. It's yeah. just the easiest way. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yes, a lot of activity. A lot. lot of, a lot. A lot of activity. Man, and and I really, I just really enjoyed talking to her because she had so many stories, and you could tell that when we started, it was like I have so many stories. Like I, she, she's like, I don't know. Like it's just a barrage of weird things that have happened, you know, and it's. And it's really cool, and it's compelling, and uh, I'm excited for for her to be on here, and I'm I'm ready to hear her crazy ass stories. Yeah. So, 
without further ado, because we did make just a lot of ado just right there. That's but right. without further ado, <laughs> Mandy, what's your weird story? Hi, yeah, glad to be here. I've got a smattering of hauntings, and I have a bar and a restaurant, two separate businesses, uh, but in the same building in Chapel Hill, and stuff's stuff's been happening for years there. So, I guess my weird story is a a, a pile of hauntings, you know, That's and cool. uh, all sorts of people have experienced things. You you can tell your story too, Rob, and say hello. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, Rob, what's up, Rob? Terrifying story that happened to him involving somebody that lives by our dartboards, but we don't know who it is. But we'll get to that, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Haunted as hell. So, I've had, yeah, I've had Zog's uh, pool hall for 10 years, a little over 10 years, and um, about almost five years ago, or four and a half years ago, I, I took the space below it. It's an upstairs bar, and I took the space below it to uh, and put a rest, our restaurant in there. So we have a Cajun restaurant downstairs and like a divey kind of pool hall upstairs. Nice. And um, just to set the, the scene. So these used to be two different businesses. I used to have another, uh, and that's very important to know. I used to have neighbors down below who are like a, I don't know, just a bar, like a with DJs and LIT nights and things like that. Very, very different from Zog's. But I was friends with the owners, the, the original owners, and that, you know, it worked out okay. But, um, and the reason I'm saying that is that there have been strange things that have happened through two or three past owners of, of the downstairs place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, like the yeah, pot yeah, boiling yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, Zog's, uh, the, uh, oh, hey, it's my cat. Zog's <laughs> has a, uh, Zox has a very friendly ghost that lives up there, and uh, people, more than one person has seen him, many people have seen him, actually. We have a guy that usually wears a pith helmet and maybe what looks like a, like some kind of military uniform, and he just kind of hangs out there. We don't know who he is, and we don't know, uh, we're no, we don't know exactly who he is or what, what he wants, but he, I've never felt like a bad upstairs. Mm, right. You know, right. and so uh, there have been times where I was up there with people, and I mean, my mom and I were there during the day one time, and we heard the door open. We're not open during the day, so we heard the door open and thought that we just forgot to lock it. We heard someone come up the stairs, told this guy, hey, man, we're not, you know, we're not open yet. We open at five, and uh, when we looked back, he was just gone. He didn't walk down the stairs. He didn't leave. He didn't do anything. So we're... Things like that. So no, Whoa. nobody feels threatened. Um, and so, and this is the same guy with the with the. Do you have a name for him? Not really. Um, we we just you know we just call him the Pith Helmet. <laughs> yeah. Because we we've done we've done some research on the building, but that didn't come into play until okay until we figured out what downstairs what happened what happened downstairs. Oh oh okay. Yeah. So we don't really know what that, what that is. So things like that have been happening for a while, and and that's and that's fine. I'm totally fine with that. I grew up in New Orleans. I'm used to haunted things. I'm, you know, I welcome it. I've lived in haunted houses. It's fine. Right. When when we took over downstairs, uh, the the owners had told me, the owners of the previous bar had told me that I need to to be careful and just keep my keep my eyes open. There was a suicide down there, and I, I was aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a guy that owned a bar there 
25, 30 years ago or whatever. And that's it. I mean, he, he did it. He killed himself at the end of the bar and, you know, apparently he had come to see the owners of the, of the, of the bar that was there before I put the restaurant there. And he did some pretty weird and violent things. Like he would move boiling pots of water to the middle of the floor in the kitchen. He would take nails out of really big paintings and make the paintings, you know, just, he he would just do some destructive things. Mm. And, uh, I was like, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't have any beef with that dude. I was 13 when all that happened. <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I mean, he shouldn't be mad at me. But they used to leave a shot of Jaeger. For yeah. Him, right? So they used to appease him with a shot of Jaeger every night. And uh, apparently that made it stop for a while. But hmm. when I took this space over, when we were doing the build out, I was there by myself a lot and like into the wee hours of the night a lot. And, um, there would there would constantly be a presence, you know, which you cannot prove because you just stand there, you feel like somebody's watching yeah. you. That's not good enough. You know, that's not a yeah. whatever. It's okay. That's not a ghost. But I was aware of it. And um, then I started seeing things. And, of course, I chalked it up to being tired or, you know, just, oh, my gosh, I just painted walls all day. I didn't eat anything. That must be it, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I just, I, I would see things. I would see people just standing there, you know. To where I would be like, hey, we're clearly not of business yet. Like, we're, we're not open, you know. But, of course, there'd be nobody there. Um, stories, stories came out. Like, things kept happening. When we first opened up, right before we opened up, a guy came over uh, to look at being the chef. And uh, he came over and checked it out. And uh, he came over with a really good friend of mine that, I mean, right now I'm the chef. And this is why. This is why. Mm. I, this is why I figured out how to be a chef. Okay, so um, <laughs> the guy walked in and didn't even make it past the front foyer and walked right back out. He's like, "I don't work in haunted spots. I'll. I'm just not going to go." Like that wow. guy didn't even look at the. You know. Whoa. So that's when I started thinking, like, yeah. okay, all right, well, things things are things are happening. I guess. I had a business partner when we started who ultimately left because he couldn't deal with how he felt. He felt like he was being controlled and possessed in there. Wow. And I, but I mean, he walked away from the business without a cent because he felt like this. So I'm wow. not sure how you, you negate that. I don't, I don't know. Like, why would you just walk away from this thing that you put all this money and time into? Right. And that's, uh, unless you're scared to death. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, Wow. When we opened, we started noticing little things like wine glasses would fly off the shelves mm-hmm. and uh, like they're they're in a wine holder underneath the bar. You know, we have several racks of them. They're they're totally level. We figured all that out. But they would just they would shoot out from those wine racks and just hit the wall on the other side and break. We lost many wine glasses that way. And that's that's when pe- people start like more than one person like four or five people had witnessed this happening mm. and uh again these are like little tiny this is like tiny poltergeist stuff you know what i mean yeah, right yeah it's nobody is you know there's not a knife flying at my face you know it's not that big of a deal you know but we decided to do some to look into it a little bit more and uh, we did one of those overlay maps I'm trying to be as I'm trying to be as lateral as possible with the time here. 
but we did one of those overlay maps of old Chapel Hill mm-hmm. and and that's where you know you can look at the your current map like what it, everything looks like right now and then you put an overlay map and it's what was there or vice versa yeah. right and so we did that and it turns out that in the spot where the bar and restaurant are now there we saw a little icon of like a guy maybe with his hands out and a little bowler hat on and it was just a very simple illustration a little guy with a bowler hat on and it said boss hill underneath it so we looked up boss hill and also the graveyard for the yeah for the church yeah and there was a there was a graveyard there too so we looked so, up so you were standing so you're sorry to interrupt but i just want to get get, get this cleared so you're saying there was a graveyard under where there used to be a graveyard there where the bar is. Yes. Okay. So that's, yeah. So that's, we're starting to put together the elements here. So. Yeah. So, well, in the spot, there was like, there were gravestones on the little map. And then there were also, um, there was also a small square and it said Boss Hill next to okay. it. Okay. Yeah. So we didn't know what Boss Hill was. So we looked that up and it turns out Boss Hill was like a really beloved dude in, uh, in Chapel Hill in 1910, 13, you know, 15. And he was the the tailor for UNC's uh, all of UNC's sports teams because they didn't have multiple uniforms in the right. early 1900s. They had one, and so they would bring it to Boss Hill, and he would fix it after a game or whatever. But this guy was the kind of guy he had all these goofy, you know, bands and things. And he actually had he was named Homecoming King, and he was 66 years old or something like that. <laughs> I mean, they loved him. Like it was yeah. that kind of guy. And. Uh, his wife, yeah, I forget her name, but his wife, he and his wife lived there and they, they had this tailor shop and she got very sick at one point and she had, I guess she had cancer, I think. And they had a huge drive. They had to raise $38 to, to like give her the treatment that she needed. And I guess they, they got it, but she died anyway. And that's very sad. This is all important. I promise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, one of the one of his trademarks was a bowler hat. You know, he had mm. the little bowler hat and the icon. And every year he bought himself a new bowler hat for ten dollars, and that was like his big purchase. Right. So you know. Anyway, fast forward. Like we, we read all of these great articles about it. He saved two UNC kids at separate times from committing suicide. Like I don't. He's just like this local hero dude. And when his wife died, it turns out she was the one secretly doing all the tailoring. He wasn't actually doing the tailoring. Oh, so no. he yeah. couldn't be the tailor anymore. <laughs> wow. But, you know, whatever. But he was like really hoping she was going to make it. So we, so this is all making sense to us, you know, because there, there's definitely a lot of history in this building. Cause then you had that, there was, I don't know if you know about the Wendell Williamson shooting um, several years ago, a law student that used to hang out in the old bar where the suicide was kind of lost it and shot and killed a guy in front of the bar. And he was mm. hanging out in my space, oh. you know, mm. all of these weird things have happened here. Okay. In this, yeah. in this space. Cause so I don't, we don't know what we're dealing with. Right. So, um, un- until, until I called, a ghost hunter type person. And uh, I I answered some questions and they made plans to come over. And what I didn't know was that they sent over a medium and they didn't tell me because they didn't want me to influence the medium. Mm. Right. You know, 
And so there was a medium just in there. I don't know who she is. I know it's a she, and that's all I know. I, but, I mean, it, I don't know who it was. She never identified herself, nothing. And they sent me an email back, and they said, well, we're not going to be coming over. We're not going to summon anything because we were going to come over, you know, and, and do some sort of thing and try to figure out what, what you were dealing with. But the medium said to stay away from your spot, that she found four ghosts in there, like four spirits yeah. in there. Damn. And I said, okay, well, you're a ghost hunter, and you're too scared to come to my restaurant? Like, Right. <laughs> what? Yeah. How am wow. I supposed to go about yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> he said, well, yeah, but I can tell you what kind of ghosts you have. And and apparently I've got uh, I've got there's a woman who goes around and put it, puts her hands on people's shoulders and checks to make sure they have enough water or whatever. And I, I wonder if that's Boss Hill's wife, right. mm-hmm. you know, and then there's like two benevolent spirits and then one very, very bad one. Right. I don't think that's the suicide guy like who I don't I'm not really sure if I should name him, but I yeah. I probably shouldn't just we just we call him by his name so i keep i have to like yeah. actually think about not sure. Oh, okay sure no worries so, yeah so um there is a so there is there's a horrible there's a horrible lurking presence in there and when he said that i just went cold and this is uh this is where it gets interesting <clears throat> this is where it gets scary because there is definitely a horrible thing in there there's something that 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 there's something that chases you out of the building at night. There's something mm-hmm. that comes in and watches what you're doing. Uh, it's not always there, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a person or what. I don't know what it is. But, I mean, I'm usually by myself in the kitchen, and I, I'm by myself all the time now because we don't have dine-in because of mm-hmm. COVID. Right. So, I mean, so everything in the kitchen is stainless steel, but, like, I'll just see shadows and people walking around in the oh. stainless steel, and it never feels good. And... uh the kitchen doors will swing open like somebody's walking in, but I know that there's nobody there. And oh, things have happened where, you know, we got phone calls. We got a phone call from the the bartender or the kitchen guy next door at the restaurant next door saying, like, what is going on in y'all's spot? Y'all having a party? And he said he walked, you know, he walked past and he looked in and there was just like a party with a bunch of people going on. We were at home. There was nothing Whoa. happening. And when he went back, there was nothing there. Whoa. Uh, and Rob, that happened to you too, right? Yeah, you, you yeah I saw walk, the, the live walk bar. By. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we think that's Henderson there. Street Bar that's popping up. I'll, I'll be okay. in the kitchen alone, and I'll hear pool sticks and cash register rings and pour beer pouring and stuff. And I, to the point where I thought somebody broke in and poured themselves a beer. Holy like I, shit. You know, and I out there and be like, wow. "Wow, oh great, I'm alone, but I'm not okay." Or the uh, exit light red. So that yeah, one time Rob and I were leaving, and the the exit light. This sounds silly, but I wish I wish you could have been there. Yeah, the exit sounds light, silly, but it was something special, man. The but. exit light glowed so red that we were like, we have to leave. Like we have to. We turned the lights off, and it sounded. It looked so menacing. Right. Wow. And all of a sudden, like this whole thing, like fell on the entire restaurant that was like, you need to get out of here right now. Whoa. And any light that was glowing just like brightened up. And so we got, I mean, we got the hell out of there. Like we yeah. did. Do it. Out. We left. Yep. Um, there. So the worst, I think the worst thing that has ever happened is lurch is yeah. your story, which is why I asked you to come in here. Oh, okay. Um, so if you, it, if y'all, yeah. if that's okay with y'all. Yeah, yeah please. Y'all please join. Yeah, okay. join. So this is Rob? 
Yeah, hey, man. Uh, how are you doing, man? Good. Thank, thank you for joining us and uh, and sharing in this, because this has just been... I, I don't know. Barry and I usually talk a lot more during this, but I, both of us are just... I, uh, I can yeah. tell by him not talking. We're both just, Taking just it completely in. balled yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah, this it's is, a pretty it's, wild spot over yeah. there. Um, this is, it's awesome. So thanks for sharing all of this stuff. I'm glad we finally were able to hammer it out and get together so well there's, yeah, a, there's, totally. there's a lot more so you'll be able you'll have a lot of content when this is done uh cool yeah so the, the scariest story the, the lurch one yeah right. we were sitting upstairs right yeah so like i just uh shut the bar down upstairs uh, the upstairs, upstairs bar, bar mm-hmm. um which i've only seen like it, that, that dude's cool for the yeah. most part um but uh i was looking like over at mandy just like having a conversation and there was just this giant shoulder, like shoulder, like a broad, like a broad figure Mm. that was standing in front of like, like, be like right behind you. Yeah, we were sitting at the bar and we have a dartboard area, a little little alley looking thing in a dartboard area. And this guy was standing and yeah, he was, like he was just broad as hell. Taking up the whole wall, and um, and I just looked at her and I was like, uh, "We should go, we should go. Let's get out of here." And you didn't say anything. You're like, "Okay, yeah, let's go." Because I knew what that meant. Right. Yeah, because like we felt some, like we've all like both felt some shit in there. So it's like, okay, cool, yeah. And it wasn't until I got we got home that I was like, okay, I saw this like giant broad shouldered thing that was just like leave yeah. leave so wow. it was like it was just so, like get get out of here man what so so was it like um did it have a form that you I mean, yes it did because you said it was like a broad shoulder could you clearly see it or is it like a shadow kind of thing uh it looked like a big it looked like a shadow it was okay form like a black form but mm-hmm. very broad. We, we were saying that it kind of looked like the... I didn't see it, but we were saying that it kind of looked like, you know, that big triangular furry red thing in Looney Tunes that... Right. Around. Yeah, the thing. The thing, the thing yeah. 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 So we call, call him Lurch, though, you know, so I've never seen him. So uh, we didn't tell anybody who worked there about this because yep. we That's just didn't part, think it was we... necessary. Right, and I, right. Or maybe it's so necessary and we're the jerks here. I don't know. But one of our bouncers, uh, one of our bouncers, John, came over to us one time and asked if the place was haunted. And I said, well, you know, I mean, some weird things happen. There's some history in the building. And he's like, yeah, I don't want you to meet. I don't want to sound stupid. I don't want anybody to judge me or anything. But every time I have to go bring dishes down by the dartboards, because that's where you access the bar, He's like, sometimes I feel like I have to walk around this big hulking mass. Mm. And yeah, dude, does that I make fell sense? Out. Yeah. I fell out when yeah. you said that. We freaked like, out because it was I like, didn't tell anyone mm-hmm. that story wow. other than like Manny when I got home. And and then I had that exp- like, like, oh, that's what I just saw. Thanks for like getting us out of there. And then this dude just comes up and is like, y'all ever see this big wide thing? I'm like, oh, man. All right. Wow. Okay. I've got yeah. my all my the hairs on my arms and on the back of my neck are just standing yeah. up yeah. right now. So. Yeah. 
So that's clearly the the the, the mean one that the medium found. But yeah. where the dartboards are upstairs in the upstairs bar, that corresponds with where the bathrooms are downstairs. Mm-hmm. So there's like a little alley, like I keep saying alleyway, but it's like a hallway. It's not yeah. alleyway. It's like a hallway where the bathrooms go, and then there's a hallway-looking thing that ends in dartboards, and that's where you know we have a dart league that plays there. It's like a long, narrow space. And um, my one of my guys downstairs, and I, you can, one of my guys downstairs and I, we were closing one night downstairs at the restaurant, and he went to go, you know, like empty the trash in the ladies' bathroom and wipe up you know the counters and stuff but there was actually a woman in there and so and that's fine you know because it was right when we closed and so he's like oh crap you know so we backed out and uh and i was like okay do you have anything else to do because like i want to leave and he goes well there was somebody in the bathroom so let's just wait for her to leave and i'll i'll go and i'll i'll clean the bathroom so we waited like 10 like i don't know like 10 minutes later (laughs) nothing there's nothing you know and so I was like, okay, well, I guess this is my job. I have to go in the girls' bathroom. And so I went in there. There's nobody in there, okay? That, as a standalone, would be one thing. Right. But a few weeks later, I went to the bathroom, and I was singing a song to myself when I walked in, and I saw feet, you know, underneath one of the stalls. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to sing while I'm in here because, I don't know, maybe other people don't like that. So I stopped, and I shut up, and uh <laughs> I, uh, when I left the bathroom, there was no one in there. The bathroom is about 10 square feet. Wow. There are two stalls smashed together. There was nobody in there. Wow. You know? But, I mean, so we, we call that ghost Moaning Myrtle. Is <laughs> the bathroom ghost. Anyway, that lines up with where Lurch is upstairs, the big dude upstairs. Uh, okay. I don't know if it's the same thing. Same thing with like the hallway and the exit. The ho- like, and the exit sign that glowed really weird is yeah, all like all stay. back there. There's wow. something back there. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah, obviously, yeah. It sounds like there's definitely something in that area. That's where all. That's where the energy is like you know drawn or emanating from. Or so we're to the point now where we named all our security cameras after the ghost at points too. <laughs> the, the dead cook looks into the kitchen moaning myrtle looks down that hallway lurch hunter looks down the hallway upstairs wow you know so that's it's just all of our do you it's all of our go- have you have you by chance looked at any of your footage on the security cameras at all like <laughs> yeah do you want stills uh, <laughs> send us something yeah. yeah yeah there have been there, so there's more activity downstairs than upstairs on the on the cameras. Okay. I have a camera that picked up so much stuff it no longer works. Like I can't get it to work anymore, wow. and no camera that they put in that spot will work, which makes me sound like a fraud, and I get that. But I'm just saying, like this is I you wanted the story, and that's the story, and it, I can't yeah. get anything to work in that area now. Um, you, got, you got that good still, though. Yeah, like I'll, send, I'll send like you some. The There's definitely, like, been some stills <laughs> that we caught of, like, a, a body leaning over the bar. Mm. And that is exactly where the suicide was. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, we've, we've tried to... Yeah, yeah. So we've tried to explain the way that thing in so many ways like it's not a bug it's not a you'll see I'll, I'll when you see it you'll see like i mean if you can explain it away then that, then go ahead you know right it's not around any windows there's no light sources mm. I, I there's just no explanation for it and uh 
but maybe you know if you have one let me know <laughs> and um but yeah there's the area at the end of the bar where the guy was found we used to have chairs there and it's i mean the bar is set up differently now but the general area like, we used to have chairs set up there at the bar and there was a there was a time he's very active in july and in october and he's he's nice he's the i think he's the one that watches me make fries and stuff this is not the guy at the end right you know this is this is the sad story that I mean I don't think this I don't think this guy I think this guy maybe regrets what he did because he just seems like he's hanging out with me and saying like oh okay yeah cool you're gonna you're gonna have this place now all right well I'll just hang out here right. and and I don't mind that at all like I don't mind any ghosts at all just don't hurt me right but we had a day where a guy came in and sat at the end of the bar and um, he just started talking to himself all of a sudden. And I went, I walked like around him, behind him just to see, you know, I had a bartender back there and, and then we were the only ones in there at the time. And I walked kind of around him and he had a, he had a, like a, a weapon and a bottle of whiskey in his pocket. And we had to very carefully take him out of the place and, you know, be very careful with him. And then a woman came in a couple of minutes later, sat in the same spot. And then just started babbling incoherently and crying and just bawling and just like hyperventilating. And we just like, how, I mean, we didn't know what to do. We gave her some water. She Whoa. left. And by this time, other people are showing up. And then a guy, a younger guy came in and sat in that same spot and said something rude to me. And so, and I was on his side of the bar. And when I asked him to leave, he jumped up and grabbed me and threw me up against Whoa. the wall. And so we're like, I want to just think that those people were weirdos and jerks, but it was just too much. It was right. too much in that one spot. And so wow. we put, we have a record player there that we do all the music to. So we put our giant record thing in that spot. So now no one can sit there. No one can sit in that spot where it happened. I don't and people just like can look for their records that they want to play, but they can't sit there and have a beer. Wow. And, uh, We've had plenty of people be like, well, you know, if you move this, you'd have more bar space. I'm like, just shut up. You know, it's mine. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's a reason. There's a wow. Reason. That is intense. You're blowing my mind right now, man. Yeah. This is a yeah. lot of a lot of activity. This, I know. And this is like. Come visit. I know. It's yeah. <laughs> I want to. Well, there's definitely been customers sitting there when the wine glass thing has happened. And we have had. Um, We've had employees ask us, you know, because like most most of the people we hire, I hire my friends, you know. Right. So at this point, everybody knows. Right. So they're like, I mean, I actually had people say, no, hell no, I'm not working for you because, you know, yeah. I'm not going to air in that. But then there's people who like beg me for a job because they want to walk work at the haunted bar. Right. But we're not really monetizing it. We're, we don't really promote it like that. And that's good. Suicide, it's yeah. So personal. Mm-hmm. And his family is still around. Yeah. And I just, I feel weird doing that. I don't want to do it, you yeah, know? Sure. So, so that's why I still want to um, have a ghost hunter of some kind come in and talk and, or like, and talk to me about it and yeah. just see what's going on. Because if there's somebody else, like, you know, I'll talk more freely about that, but I do feel real weird. Cause you never know in this town, it's so small. You never know who you're talking to. You could be talking to the guy's sister. Like I'm not, right. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to monetize a family's pain. So sure. I, but I could. Right. <laughs> well, and and, and you and the and, and and the amount of activity that you're seeing, this would be a ghost hunter's dream, you know? Yeah. 
But to be able to maybe put some of this stuff into perspective for you, too, would be a good thing for you guys. That way you understand a little bit. Like, sounds like to me, like you got some sort of dark entity hanging out, mm-hmm. hanging out there and uh, that kind of shit. Like, we've had quite a few people on that have shared stories like that with shadow people and stuff and yeah. like sort of these demonic sort of uh, entities, man. And that shit you don't want to fuck with, man. Y- you yeah. need somebody that knows what they're doing and what and 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 what what not to do is probably better to know you know because man those things can be dangerous you know yeah Yeah. we're not experts but but i know that you know well yeah i'm definitely not an expert i'm just you know and that's what we were told right because the group was going to come in and actually do something you know when the bar was closed and not i mean it wasn't anything corny it wasn't you know it was right like had a plan you know and i was and i was into it nobody else was you weren't into it yeah dude you wanted to conjure that he did yeah i was like um yeah that's yeah that's what i'm saying like conjuring something like that up is like whoo i don't know about that you know yeah we're trying to aggravate it in some nature yeah yeah so when he sent the medium that's when he was like no right doing it sure I still want to know what's going on. So, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe we don't have to do a conjuring. Like, we, we could just hang out and well, also, they could like, just talk. A cool thing is that, like, we've never told any of the employees that have worked for us, like, that it is haunted when you were mm-hmm. hiring many people. And everyone just would be like, hey, did you get that hand? Did somebody right. touch, you, touch your hand and say your name in your ear? Mm-hmm. Like, they would just be like, yeah, like. We just let everyone find out in their own way. Never yeah. say anything. Don't put anything in anyone's brain. Right. But when they would come to us and be like, I thought I heard someone just whisper my name and like whisper my name and put a hand on my shoulder. But yeah, man, that's going to happen. Wow. Yeah. Like, you know, like, and that's happened to everyone. everybody. We don't every hide single, it. From, like if, every if it was a, person. if it was a harmful thing, we wouldn't, I mean, we, it's not like we keep it a secret. We just don't want we don't want anybody coming up with any kind of bullshit stories. Sure. That's right. All. And since it's little things like the whisper in the ear and the hand on the I mean, I don't want you to think that we put people in danger by not telling them oh, what yeah. they're dealing with. Oh for sure. Um yeah. that was way that was before Lurch, our dartboard monster, but we haven't hired anybody since then, so we haven't had to deal with it. <laughs> That's the guy that I'm scared of though. Um the so the the whatever is going on downstairs is most active in July and October because I guess it's a cliche like that. I don't know, but okay. I um was I mean even just the other night I was leaving and somebody grabbed my my elbow and I thought I just all the lights were out I was leaving you know and I thought I just brushed up against something but I took my phone you know I had not brushed up against anything there was nothing near me mm-hmm. there was nothing sticking out. I mean, something just grabbed me, and it was right there where the records are, right there where the seat is at the bar, you know. And, I mean, I wasn't even, at this point, I wasn't even scared. I was like, all right, dude, like, you don't have to grab, you know. <laughs> you yeah. can just yeah. be cool. Why don't you sweep the floor or something? Why don't you do something helpful? <laughs> but, so, so you feel pretty certain that it is the guy who, uh, that he killed himself there. Um, one of them. One of them. So do you th- do you think that's the dark entity, or do you think he was no. influenced? You okay? Because that's what that was my that's what I was wondering if because you know obviously he could be very angry still, or if it was something. Do you think like you know maybe he was influenced by this um, this the darkness or the dark 
with the heavy, the real bad stuff there. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't think he was influenced. Um, the guy, the main guy, is not is not mean. I think okay. he. I think he perhaps ended his life a little too soon and kind of wishes that he didn't. And I mean, who am I to speculate on what goes to? I don't know. But I mean, it seems like he's just kind of hanging out. I don't know why he breaks my wine glasses. That's rude. But, you know, it's 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 not dangerous. He's not throwing them at me. You know what I mean? So he just kind of seems like he just wants to make himself known. You know, like, oh, this used to be my spot. Now it's your right. spot. I don't know what the dark entity is. And I think, I mean, Boss Hill and his wife might be floating around somewhere because, I, you know, there is, according to the medium that I never met and never spoke to, there is that woman that goes around and checks on everybody. But mm-hmm. at this point, that is hearsay, you know, because right. I've never... I didn't right. call this woman in, and I didn't. But I don't. I, I believe it, though. Right. You know. Yeah. It, it, it makes. It makes sense, and it's also. But man, I, 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 I kind of feel like it's irresponsible of of someone who has that ability when they've come into contact with with something like this to not follow through, and like at least a brief, you know, you know, give you an idea, an abbreviation of what it is that they're seeing so that you can, you know, prepare yourself, man. Like I just, that's unfortunate that that happened. And it sounds like to me, if anybody has, um, anyone that that might be listening to this might be interested in, in this, um, and you have the ability to, um, to, you know, research or, uh, get in touch with us and, um, you know, maybe maybe we make a connection that way. We've had a few people on that are ghost hunters, um, not many psychics. Although we've had a few that we feel like you know that may have some of that mm-hmm. ability, but uh, we don't get into that as far as we're concerned. But like you know, in your situation, man, like I I think I would want to know and and yeah. try you know trying to get in touch with somebody like that would be because it sounds to me like it's. Uh, the amount of stuff going on that you know you need to take some sort of action when it comes to that i you know just just to just to protect yourselves and i mean people people that work you know, i used to work in an old um a, a restaurant that was built in like the 1750s and it had Ooh. that feeling at at times where like i'd have to close up at night and i would just like i want to get the fuck out of there you know yeah. um i never saw anything but a lot of people that worked there told me that they saw stuff so I get that. I get that that uh, I've never been touched by anything or nothing physical, but um, it's it's kind of it's a little bit scary, you know. Yeah, I mean the the feeling that feeling that you have to chase yourself out is a very singular feeling. Yeah. And if you felt, you know what it is. Yeah. And if you haven't, there's no way to explain it. Yeah. It's like you're just you know there is something on your heels and you have to leave the room. You right. have to leave the room. And and I, I mean. I think it's such an arrogant thing to assume that there's no ghosts around. It's such an arrogant thing, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, and that's getting into, that's a whole nother podcast. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's a ridiculous notion to right. think that there are ghosts walking around. Do they always mess with you? They usually don't. Right. right. They, you know, because if that were true, there's a lot more mm-hmm. dead people than living people. And they're, you know, yeah. they usually, yeah. I think they're usually not right. messing with yeah. you. But um, sometimes there's little pockets, like little hotbeds, like your 1750s restaurant and, and yeah. you know, whatever this is. And there's little hotbeds of activity. And I think that they're largely unrelated. I think a lot of bad things have happened 
in this one spot and they're just all kind of like, yeah, you know, because it's pretty undeniable. There's some people who don't believe me and I'm like, well, I don't really care if you believe me because it's right. happened. Sure, like it's, yeah. it, it's happening. So you right. cannot believe me, but it doesn't erase the event. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, and then the conversation's over, you know, right. like, mm-hmm. we don't have to talk about it, you know? Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what's without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-R dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors i did learn about um something very cool i had i had to to explain it a little bit i was um one of the things that happened there i was downstairs the downstairs restaurant closes for dine-in, you know, under normal circumstances, way earlier than the bar upstairs. The bar stays open until two, but the kitchen is open for people to order food and we bring it upstairs. So after 11, we're just in the restaurant, you know, doing whatever. So Rob and I were in there one time and I was, uh, you know, I was, I was there and he got a text from upstairs, the bartender saying like, oh, can I have some cheese curds? And Friday, we do like a cheese curd basket. And... Uh, I guess, I, I mean, I, I assume that's what he got because I watched him walk past me and go outside. And I remember looking at it and there were cheese curds in the basket. So I even knew like what they ordered, you know? And I was like, oh, weird. That's so weird because I didn't even hear the text from upstairs, you know? And I watched him walk out with the cheese curds and go upstairs and he never came back down. So I eventually just went, I was doing something behind the bar, but I eventually went into the kitchen and Rob's just standing there in the kitchen cutting vegetables or something. And I was like, well, wait a minute. When did you come back? Like, you just brought those cheese curds upstairs? And he's like, I didn't bring any cheese curds upstairs. Oh, oh man. Oh, <laughs> my like, Lord. Wait. So, like, how do I specifically have, the like, the dish? How yeah. did I see the dish? And so wow. I went to Facebook. I, I, I do ask Facebook a lot. Like, uh, everybody knows at this point. I mean, you can... You can search on Facebook for Mandy Brown Ghost, and you can fi- you'll find it. But mm-hmm. um, all these posts that I've made, but you know, I asked Facebook, and I learned about imprints. You know, right? Which I don't know. Have y'all talked to anybody about imprints? Yeah, like, uh, like you talking about residual, yeah. residual. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and it's so strange that it would be Rob because Rob is alive and well, but uh, it's just an energy thing, and you know, so maybe it's just the space that's. Maybe the space itself is just really susceptible to holding. Sure. Yeah. Holding energy. Oh. Right. Well, it sounds. It sounds to me though, if it's a twin, 
of somebody who's living there, that to me sounds like one of my favorite things, and that's doppelgangers. Um, you know, which is like, you know, kind of a phantom twin type thing that happened. And we just had somebody uh, talking about that, how she saw her husband come home and, you know, whatever. And then she thought, you know, go into the bedroom and then, you know, when she was home, she goes to find him and he was gone, you know, completely not there. And she calls him at work, you know, and, or, and, you know, that's where he was. He wasn't, it wasn't him who came home at all, but it was him. You know, and so that's classic like doppelganger type stuff. So that's what that sounds like to me, and that's just yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, who knows? Like it could be that. It could be you know, imprint. It could be people had all sorts of different yeah. explanations for it. But yeah, there's I mean, also there's also wow. um, bilocation, which is a kind of um, a spiritual psychic or um, psychic kind of a thing uh, where a person can is in two places at once but usually that's some like really you know heavily uh, you know real big time zen master or something like that that <laughs> can be in two different places at one time so i don't know um if that's the case here but uh, yeah that's yeah because i think people work on bilocation right like you yeah. actually try to bilocate and you yeah. know, some skill you work on which is fascinating in and of itself it's you know, I can assure you that Rob does not try to. Right. <laughs> if he does, it's a secret for me. That's wild. <laughs> I tried it whenever I was you know like in uh, I think in middle school when I really wanted to stay home and not go to school, uh, you know. But I always ended up having to go to school regardless. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. Wow. Yeah, it's all it's all wild. It's all wild. Man, that I mean. Uh, and you said so you and you grew up or you spent a portion of your life in New Orleans and mm-hmm. we've had quite a few folks on from New Orleans and there's something special about that area and uh, oh my God. you know and 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 maybe you're the maybe you're the right person to be in this situation you know because you can handle yeah. it you know yeah I mean I, I that has definitely been discussed before sometimes I thought I'd bring it with me wherever I go but I I don't know. I mean, I, I lived in an old schoolhouse when I was, I mean, I was born and raised in New Orleans and then I went to college in, about an hour south in Thibodeau in like this really old Cajun town on the bayou. And uh-huh. I lived in an old schoolhouse. And I mean, the stuff that happened in that schoolhouse puts this to shame. Like, I, you know, just people seeing little, the same little boy running around my house that right. all the windows and doors shaking and there's no trucks passing by. It's like a quiet residential you know, there's an old school bell from when it was a schoolhouse, and it just goes off whenever, but you can't make it go off if you try. Wow. You know, wow. I mean, so that that all that's where I came from. I mean, right. I you know, so when this happened, you know, when this happened, I was like, okay, again, all right, let's we can do this, I guess. Right. You know, right. Um, but you know, my house seems fine. Right. You, you know, not everything in that's- my life is haunted. That's great, yeah, and that's good. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It seems it definitely seems more like you're like you're tuned in somehow, you know, so that you are perceptive. But but it also seems like, you know, um, that the location of just everything that's happening is just like you know, it's like you're standing in the front row uh, of a this with all the speakers at a concert, 
it's just blaring out for everybody to, to feel. So yeah, yeah. If I, I tell you what, if I was the only person that experienced this stuff, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. I would just assume that there was something going on in my my head. You know, <laughs> I would have no problem with that either. And I, you know, but so many people have experienced it. So many people have seen it. That I mean, yeah. I just like I just. I think I'm the first person that stayed in that space that's not actually upset about it. Right. If that makes sense. Because right. it is something that I'm used to, and it's something that I try to I try to respect as much as possible. Sure. Um, you know. Sure. And you said, and you said, and of course, you know, if you don't want anything that we ask that you don't want to talk about. Yeah. Um, but you said you had a uh, a partner, a business partner who just walked away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I would talk more about it, but I am, I don't know very much because we don't, mm. we haven't spoken in four and a half years. Wow. Four and okay. a half years because of all of this. And, um, I just know that he felt very strange and he felt like when he walked into the, he was the original chef. And mm-hmm. when he walked into the kitchen, every time he went in there, he felt like he was maybe being overtaken or I don't know what the right word is because right. mm-hmm. I also don't want to disrespect his story and I mm-hmm. yeah. frankly don't know it very well because right. I, all I know is what happened afterwards but I know that he had consulted a couple of people on his end and he had a prayer blankets that he would bring in and I you know and I walked in one time and there were just prayer blankets everywhere I, I, I didn't know what was going on I mean he would run out he would run out of the kitchen and outside just hyperventilating and I wow. would just calm down wow um, we did not get along very well. I mean, it, it put a very bad strain mm-hmm. on us because we were trying to open this place. And uh, that, you know, because of all of this, I mean, it was it's very difficult to try to work alongside somebody who's like, oh, my gosh, I'm definitely possessed. And yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> so right. I mean, yeah. I don't think I was the nicest person either, but because I was like, oh, my God, like we have to open like we have to just do this. Right. And a lot of factors contributed uh, to it, but it, that's this is where it started. This is where it all wow. came from. And uh, who walked away, and I haven't seen him. Or I haven't thought, spoken to him since. Sure. Well, you know, and, and when you're under stress and and uh, and those types of things, you know, sometimes these types of entities they can feed off that too. You know, which will, yeah. could drive a further wedge between relationships and things like that. You know, we've we've heard a lot of that, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so that, that that's not surprising, you know, and you're already in a stressful situation, you're trying to get the place open, it's like the last thing you want to do is like listen to somebody's, you know, ghost shit that they got going on when you're looking at the bank account going, <laughs> we gotta open the fucking doors here, you know what I mean? Yeah. You might be possessed, but you have to work like right. that. Somehow. Right, right, right. You might yeah. be possessed, but we don't want to get repossessed. Right, I yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I, yeah, the, there was a lot of super negative, negative energy. I, I, I sound like a, I don't know what I sound like. You sound like, you sound, like a, you sound like a business owner. Look, I, you sound like somebody's gone through a lot of shit, and we don't, we're not asking you to prove any of it. We don't, we're not, we don't, we're not, we're not, um, it's not our intent to decipher if you're telling the truth or not. We just want to hear about your experiences and we could because we, we we feel you know we understand when somebody tells a story of this nature um and they're willing to share it like like this you know we we can tell when somebody's you know feeding us bullshit and when somebody's being real and you, you know so we trust that you're being real and we feel like that 
Um, and so, yeah, so, you know, you don't have to try to explain it away. We just love hearing the story. And that's what we, the whole intent of this podcast is to give people a place to share this story or this kind of story, the stories that they don't normally share because people look at them weird or change their <laughs> mind about them yeah. and, you know, think, well, you know, that guy's crazy or, well, oh, they believe in aliens or whatever. And it's like, man, we don't know. We don't know. This universe is so big and we're so tiny and such a small part of it we don't know shit but we know one thing we love hearing these stories and so we appreciate you being on and sharing this stuff yeah and i want to be clear like when i sound like i'm trying to explain something away it's because i tried to do that for myself right right i I don't mind being around this stuff but um i also if there is a logical explanation for any of it then i'm open to that too i'm not trying to look cool about it or because right. I'm, I'm, I, I know I'm not a skeptic, yeah. really. And I, I know that most people are. And so, I mean, so I got somebody, like, you know, asking me, well, how, what if it was just a bug on your or camera? I'm like, man, it might have been. Let me go back and look at it, you know? Because right. if you can give me a logical explanation, then I don't have, uh, then I'm not haunted. Right. And that's that's okay, too. But nobody can explain this stuff yeah. to me. Sure. Um, yeah, it's just. You know, to have people constantly whispering in your ear is one thing, but to have somebody whispering in everybody's ear constantly is a totally different thing. Yes, right. absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, things disappear and reappear. You know, it's just, it's too, it's, it's undeniable at this point. Yeah. So. Right. It certainly sounds like it. And it certainly sounds like a lot of, enough people have uh, had their own experiences there that, you know, it is completely undeniable about mm. it, of course. But, you know, again, there are a lot of people who are not open to this kind of thing or will, you know, or who demand proof because they can't, you know, whatever, one way or the other, you know, they're going to deny it. People are right. going to do that regardless. But that's, that's, yeah. you know, hey, man. But those are people uh, that know. just haven't had an experience yet. You know, I mean, that, yeah. that's the deal. You know, or even have had experiences and just don't want to. They don't like the idea of this is how the world works. Right. It doesn't fit into their box. Right. You know. So right. yeah. yeah. But that's like saying you believe in horses. You know what I mean? Like, right. well, I mean, exists whether you like it or not. You exactly. know, like, I don't know. Yeah. There's horses. Right. But <laughs> right. Exactly. 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 Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned horses as an example for what you know belief because like um, horses are you know they're not native to the North America or even to the Americas in general. They were brought over, you know, by the Spaniards, and um, whenever they you know and they got free and they wandered around. So whenever the they were first encountered by. Uh, the, the, by the Native Americans with the, uh, the various tribes, they often, the way they would perceive the horse and the man on the back of the horse, that they were one creature, that they were one thing together, you know, that they were a singular beast, and um, which is, you know, much more fearsome. And that's, you know, because they didn't understand this other, you know, that this other creature because they had no reference for it. And that's what a lot of people who don't have reference for what they're experiencing may not understand that they've had some kind of unusual supernatural paranormal or whatever kind of experience because their brain can't process it. So it could be that they've been there and they've had, you know, they've heard somebody whisper their name, but they just, 
didn't see anybody, so they immediately just, just dismiss it. Right. Sure. Because a lot of people, we won't if something makes us uncomfortable, yeah. we want to we want to cover it up. We want to dismiss it. We don't want to look at it. That's just human nature. So, you yeah. know, that's, that's really a good parallel to draw about the horses. Yeah, yeah. You don't have a reference. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Crazy man. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. But thank you. I mean, I. I you know, the other thing it's, is, too, is like, okay, why why, why would people want to share stories like this when, you know, you know, I, you know we, we provide this for people to share these weird stories because it's not the type of story that you hear much and that you would want to necessarily put out into the world unless it meant something to you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, like, like with, with Adam and I, you know, we, I've, I've seen a UFO, Adam's seen a UFO. Neither one of us ever told each other that until we started doing this podcast. And it was like, wow. it was like, dude, yeah. I had this, this experience. And he's like, dude, I had that experience, you know? And it's, so you're opening yourself up to ridicule, yeah. but at the same time, it's like it happened. And so people can take it and think what they want, but that's the deal, you know? Right. Like, I mean, yeah. UFOs, as soon as you tell the certain kind of person you saw a UFO, mm-hmm. you a certain kind of person to that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's not fair. There, there's some arrogance again. Like it's, it's kind of arrogant to believe. Right. <laughs> right. But there's nothing out there. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Really yeah. Exactly. <laughs> life, life is happening on a multitude of levels all at yeah. the same time, and we don't, yeah. we understand a very small part of it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know. Like I just can't believe <laughs> those people who are like, no, you're lying. Like, well, you know. Yeah. 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 Right. Well, they have their absolutes. You know, they, they, there are people who want to have the absolute of this can exist and this can exist and I have to have proof or I have to have belief absolutely that this is the way things are until things are so, you know, forcibly, you know, in the face of, you know, where they have to accept that, you know, a different reality or or real reality. I don't know. Right. But yeah, it's, you know, there is a, there is a, we do have that, Ignorant or not, we have the ignorance, but we also have the arrogance of where I didn't see it, I don't believe it, so it can't be real, and then you're crazy, you know. And that's how, but you know, I mean, that's how our society is. But there's other parts of the world where, like, you know, ghosts are there every day, you know, walking around. We, we, you know, maybe we interact with some, maybe not. Some are good, some are bad, or whatever, you know, or UFOs. Yeah, we see them all the time, or you know, we they believe these things, but. You know, I mean, we just, uh, you know, we, we even with the amount of, uh, there's massive amounts of evidence for both a kind of, of ghost afterlife and these kinds of things, and massive amounts of evidence for UFOs and aliens and all this other stuff. And we still are so hard-lined about, yeah, probably not, probably not real, right. you know, right. or, and then some people are like, yeah, maybe. You know, where and then everything, you know, on the other extreme side of each, you know, so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, it sounds like a boring life being a, a life of absolute sounds very boring to me. Yeah. Like, right. You have to be open to this stuff. I mean, like, what what are you entertained by? Like, <laughs> I don't, this is all very interesting to me. I'm, I'm not, mm. you know, it's all of it. Like the y'all's UFO sightings, the hauntings, the whatever. I mean, it's this is what makes things yeah yeah it's, exactly yeah it's it's our it's a human experience and that's what that's all that's all it is you know so yeah but yeah that's well, like yeah yeah go ahead sorry sorry 
That's, I was like, that's why we like hearing everybody's stories and people coming on and sharing these stories because it just it does give us a broader understanding and it's it is it's human interaction which especially now it's fantastic to have but you know it's sharing information face to face as we do even though it's over the internet it's you know we still have technology that we're going through we're still connecting as humans and that's you know that's the biggest part of this is we like connecting with human beings and sharing stories and talking and stuff because we're losing that, you know, it seems. Um, So I don't know. It's been great for that, but like, it's been great to hear people's stories and, and um, I just, I, I, uh, I don't know. I, thank you for coming on. I lost yeah. my train of thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah just real quick, y'all do some stuff with cryptids, right? And, oh yeah. yeah. Um, do you have a Rougarou episode? No. Uh-uh. Okay. I've never seen a Rougarou. I can't do that episode. But I, I'm just wondering if in your back catalog, because y'all have over a hundred episodes. So I mean, you yeah. Know. Yeah. We, we, um, well, our yeah, our hundred, technically yes. But yeah, we. <laughs> We surprisingly though very few cryptid stuff. We've had a few, a smattering of like Bigfoot or something like that, Mm -hmm. um, but not a whole lot of cryptid stuff. And we love the cryptid stuff because like um, they're just they're so cool. Um, But yeah, we haven't had had much. A lot of it is the majority of it is um, supernatural. Um, ghost kind of thing, sightings and stuff like that, and experiencing ghosts and hauntings and stuff like that. Um, but we've had a good number of probably after that would be, you know, like UFOs and stuff like that. But yeah, we haven't had a lot of cryptids. We love cryptids. So, you know, yeah, so bring, you know anybody, bring us some. some yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell you what, I, I wish, you know, because you said you talked to a lot of Louisiana, a lot of New Orleans people, and that's the Ruguru is only there. Okay. I mean, you know, yeah. It's just. Wolfman who steals your babies in the middle of the night if they don't oh, interact. Cool. It's a very religious based cryptid, but uh, gotcha. There's very little like nobody's nobody's seen one. Right, right. That I <laughs> well, you know, it's probably it's the local uh, you know boogeyman or uh, bogeyman as they say. I am um, still afraid of the Rougarou. By yeah. the way, I am 39 years old, and if I'm like, <laughs> I don't really do Lent anymore. Does he care about me? Am I too old? That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like I'm forgetting a million things, but I think is that I think that's a hey. Come back. You can come back anytime. Come back anytime. Yeah, open, yeah. open door we have policy. An open door policy. Happening. <laughs> yeah. So you know, you you ever do like check-ins? Like oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, and, and like anytime you've got, you know, we're friends on Facebook. You know, we, yep, yeah. Just hit me up anytime uh, you're like, hey, I got new stuff to tell you. I'm like, and it's cool, you know, because we, lo- we love talking to people, um, you know, and checking back in and hearing new stories and stuff like that. And of course, you know, a lot of times, oh, I forgot to say this. I forgot to tell people that or whatever, you know. Um, we had like one time we were we were talking to a friend of mine. We t- we interviewed her, and she told us a story about her this uh, house that uh, her grandparents owned and lived in for you know years and years and years. And she grew up there uh, when she was little, and um, she moved recently just moved back in with her little boy, and things started happening. And she thinks it's her grandma and her grandpa and maybe her great grandmother. Um, so nothing bad, you know, all these, but these things that are happening and immediately, like after she came, after she talked to us, she like went into the living room with her, where her sister and her son were. And her sister's like, 
uh, you know, something like the, 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 the drapes open and the channel changes back to this one channel, like, or whatever, something like that. And it was like, you know, real time. So we immediately, we had her, we talked to her again the next week. She oh, was wow. like, packed yeah. it on. And uh, still one of my favorite episodes. Because um, she, like, she, one of the creepiest, but coolest things is um, she was in, she was in the kitchen or something and she kept hearing her little boy uh, in his, you know, he was in his pen um, or whatever they call him, the, the, you know, where they, the playpen. Um, and he was calling for juice. And she was, you know, she's busy doing something, so she couldn't. She's like, "I'll be right there," and he's, you know, called again, and then like he stopped, and then you know, and then she hears him say, "Thank you," and mm-hmm. so he, she, she's like, "What?" So she goes back, and he, you know, she's like, "Who are you talking to?" And he see, he looks at her, and she, he just goes, psst, 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 psst. and it's just <laughs> the creepiest fucking thing I've ever heard. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> yeah, kids. They say kids are, are can pick up on things like yeah. like um. Well, I'm not trying to say kids are like pets, but like dogs and cats yeah. and kids, people who we can't necessarily communicate with properly. You can't communicate yeah. with an infant or a cat, you know. Yeah. Um. That's yeah. That yeah. they that they pick up on things. Right. That, yeah. that we don't. That's that's crazy. Yeah. yeah it's so cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They have, I guess, to me, the idea would be that they don't have um, the perception filters that we have as uh, we get older, we we put on ourselves. So, like, I've never seen anything like I've never seen a ghost. I've never really felt anything like that. I lived in an apartment that was apparently haunted um, because the girl who was in it before me left because she was freaking out because she was so scared about what was going on there oh. the whole time i lived there nothing i didn't feel anything i didn't you know so i'm kind of like notoriously on the show i'm ghost blind oh. um, so so i don't you know i don't and i'm perfectly fine with that to be honest with you because <laughs> being, being yeah. stuff would be really scary right yeah i'm glad you're open to people's stories you know yeah yeah that's, i mean that's that's good most people go the other way so oh definitely definitely you know, I mean, it's it's all about it's we like we love hearing good stories, and we love and um, when we were doing when we were coming together to uh, figure out what we wanted to do, this was one of the first ideas that we had. We wanted to hear people's weird stories. We wanted to hear the stories they don't normally share. Like I said, because they don't get to normally share those, and it's really cool to hear stuff because look, we Barry and I have literally known each other our whole lives, forty four years. We've known each other. Our moms were pregnant at the same time. We've been best friends forever. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, but even still, while doing this show, I've learned stuff about Barry. I've heard stories from him that I didn't know of, you know, and that he never shared because they're kind of strange. And we've talked to a lot of people from our hometown that we grew up with that we've known for forever. And they've had these weird stories that, again, they didn't share because people look at you weird. You know, they'll look at you strange and, you know, certain cast you off because you're not, you know, you're, you're different, you're weird or whatever. And we, we, we like to encourage the fact that, Hey, join us, be part of weirdsville. Yeah. You know, we embrace you and we embrace everybody. And that's why we're building this community of weirdsville. So. Well, I'm glad you're doing it. I don't, I don't know why it's not the other way around. What maybe, you know, like you ghost blinds are the weird ones, you know? Right. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, I get it. It's, it's very frustrating. Like, 
I, I mean, I'll go right back to it with my ghosts, with your UFOs. I mean, it doesn't matter if you guys believe me or not. <laughs> like, right. I know what I saw. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you know, like, I, I don't tell people my stories so that, you know, they can tell me that I'm lying, you know? I just, right. it's, right. yeah, it's a, right. it's a bizarre stance to take, I think. Right, yeah. right, absolutely. It's not hurting anybody if, you know. 100%. <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Mandy, thank you. Thank you again for yeah. coming on. If anything else crazy happens, because it is still July, yeah. and this is his active month. Yes. Uh, well, I will send over a couple more stories. Sounds you know? good. Yeah, do Sounds that. good. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get it together. And we know that you're, we'll, we'll make sure that we get uh, Sundays for you because that's your day to off. So. That is my day off. And I'm seriously, if anybody, if any of your listeners want to come over, if they're in the area, if they want to come over and see what they can feel, they're more than welcome to. So you can make that cool. very, cool. very clear to them. Cool. You know, if any yeah. ghost hunters or anybody want to come talk to me, then they can, totally can. Great. Cool. Love to know what we're dealing with. Say, so Barry. Yeah. What's the weirdest job you've ever had? Yeah. That's a good question. It would either have to be the time that I worked at a cattle feedlot or the time that I worked for a Greek painter. Were you his model? Uh, not quite. Well, you know, it's funny because one of my weirdest jobs was being in a model in art school. But it was portraits, not full body nude. The reason I'm asking is because those jobs may be kind of normal, but we know people are out there that have weirder jobs than that. Maybe you're a mortician. Maybe you're a scientist trying to bring back the dinosaurs or the woolly mammoth. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. If you guys out there have weird jobs, unusual jobs, crime scene photographer, maybe you worked at an adult educational film set. If you know what I mean, wink, wink. Just something that's unusual, out of the ordinary, and, you know, a little bit weird. Hey, those are cool stories, too. We'd love to hear those. So give us a call or an email or whatever. You know how to get a hold of us. Be part of the community of Weirdsville. Awesome, awesome stories. Awesome stories. Thank you, Mandy. That's fantastic stuff. So good. So, uh, such a variety of of different instances and the weird things that hang out in that area, in that piece of property. And um, she she handles it cooler than a cucumber, man. Oh, yeah, dude. For real, man. Like, totally. But like she said, she grew up in New Orleans. She's been familiar with the weird... Right. For all of her life, so why not, yeah. you know, have a little bit more? What What is it about folks that spend time in New Orleans? You know, like every most people that I know from New Orleans, most of them have these deep connections to the unknown. Like mm. most, and I know, I know a few, and of course, we know a few uh, through the yeah. show. Uh, but man, there's just she's the right person to be occupying that piece of property. Mm-hmm. She's seen it before. Absolutely, man. Yeah, she's got the experience with you know with just the weird and and the willingness to kind of just embrace it, right? And to roll with it, you right. know, and and it, 100%. her you know wanting to find out more, which mm-hmm. is really cool. And then, but I mean, but how unsettling Ugh. must it be to find to hear from a group of uh, of ghost hunters? Yeah, that they sent in an undercover psychic. Who says don't go there? Yeah, that's wild. 
and that's that, gotta be it's scary i mean damn you know yeah. the whatever that it that entity is that sort of that shadow figure or whatever it is that lives toward the back there it's like yeah that thing when i think about it is probably the creepiest of the the you know of the beings or ghosts or whatever that are there i think in For my sure. mind but just so many crazy things, man. The, yeah, the guy yeah. at the bar, you know, that whole area at the bar that now they have to, like, rope it off and make it, you know, untangible for people. <sighs> Wild. And the doppelganger. Awesome. The doppelganger, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh. Love a good doppelganger. Yeah. <laughs> We've really caught a lot of different types of stories on this uh, on this podcast. The doppelganger is one I never thought we would have another of, really. Mm. It's such a rarity, you know, wild. Wow. So yeah. Cool. Thanks again. Thanks again, Mandy, for, for joining us. And then I, uh, Barry, I have an update Okay. from uh, one of our fabulous past guests who I mentioned in uh, this episode, Ori, um, her, you know, and her little boy who, uh, with the, pss, 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 pss. yes, I contacted her and I was like, how, uh, have you, how's things there? Or, you know, have you had any kind of experiences? And she said that, um, since, uh, just after we, you know, we talked, she had constructed a Dias de Mortes, de Mortes. I'm, I'm saying it wrong. Sorry. Uh, but you know, day of the dead shrine, mm. Right. Um, for her family members there, and as soon as she constructed that and set it up and honored it and you know all that, um, it's been peaceful and calm. Wow. She's had no more uh, visitations, so wow, she can... that's nice. That's nice. That's fantastic, man. I'm and back. I mean, and and you know, all of her spirits were friendly, at least. Right. You know, nobody right. was menacing. So that was good. But yes. Uh, but yes, they're all happy now. Wow. So everybody's cool. Well, so. good. That's amazing. Yeah. It's, you know, and, and Ori, she was another great guest that we had on. And, you know, I'll say it again. We say it all the time. But if it weren't for such great guests and great stories, mm -hmm. we wouldn't be able to do what we do. Yep. yep. You guys, our friends and our listeners and our guests are what makes this happen. Um, and we couldn't do it without you. We, we appreciate it. And we love you. And uh, you you make this uh, Weirdsville community such a great place to be, and we just uh, we couldn't be happier. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're expanding. Yeah, so you know, uh, help us out by sharing the podcast. Give us some ratings and reviews over on uh, you know like iTunes and stuff like that. We have our Patreon if you uh, feel so inclined. Um, so what's your weird story? Uh, a Patreon without the question mark or the apostrophe. We've got three different levels there. You can you can share. That's a new thing we're trying to you know do, and um, you get bonus content with that as well. It's cool stuff. Yeah. At the uh, at the high level there, you get a free episode every month, um, and you'll get your name called off. And uh, yeah, so it's that's cool. You can support us that way, and of course by joining us on the show and sharing your story. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we need storytellers. We're always looking for people. Yep. And that's what this whole thing's about, just sharing a story. And yeah. uh, like we always say, you know, what you think it might, might be a, a normal story to you uh, can almost guarantee you that it's a pretty weird story to other people. So, Yeah, don't let your your judgment of your own story be uh, of what's weird and what's not. You know, that's if right. you have an inkling that yeah. it may be... Don't unusual, let it hold you back. Don't let yeah, that shit yeah, hold just, you back. Hey, you know, if you got a good story... 
um, it's you know it's a true true experience that you or somebody else that you know like a family member or something like that hard to explain a mystery yeah something we love hey, it. hey you know we love it we love it all yeah just you know share it we'll, we'll we'll put it out there in the in the on the internet some way somehow so. absolutely absolutely until then that's all we got for today i guess i should say rather than <laughs> until then but that's all we've got for today we could ramble on but you know uh, we're trying to trying to be uh, economical with, yeah, uh, yeah. with our ramblings these yeah, days yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> next week though we've got another one we've got liz who uh is a used to cut my hair and uh yeah. beyond just the pleasure of uh having that opportunity in life cutting yeah. my hair yeah <laughs> yeah that's a very astute uh, position that yeah, yeah, people no, often she, are clamoring for that's true right um but you know liz is used to uh, she's my friend she used to cut my hair she used to uh work a couple of doors down from my comic shop when i owned it at the barbershop that was there in goldsboro and um i knew that she had at a time been a ghost hunter but uh-huh. she has yeah. lots of different experiences yeah and we had a long good conversation we probably barely scratched the surface with anything yeah of her experiences so great stories yes. coming up for you next week yes absolutely she's great so, she's great so so tune in for those for sure all right well what do you say we call her a day man uh yeah let's wrap this up and everybody have a good week be safe be weird as always if you have a weird story we want to hear it if you have a lot of them we want to hear them all we can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions whether it's sharing your stories listening rating and spreading the word about the podcast thanks for listening till next time be safe be weird The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.